Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Let's get it started in here. And the bass keeps running, running, and running. Five seconds left in the game. You believe in Context, there's no disrespect, so when I bust my rhyme, you break your necks. We got five minutes for us to disconnect. All of the is on the field. He's like, oh, he's like, oh, he's like, oh, he's like, oh, he's like, Comes into Jordan. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the opening line. We are your hosts. Well, mostly me, Roz, and my co-host, Wits. Welcome. How you doing? Before I get in on a very vicious attack, I want to start with. Wow, I, I feel like that the guy who founds the company 50 years ago and he's on the board and they, they slowly push him out. That's the kind of attitude I'm getting from you right now. My, my company, everything I built and I'm being shown the door. I just want to say, about it. for deep cutting fans, you know what I'm a fan of, seat seat flies. It's like Ari Gold taking over Terrence McEwick and Entourage. I'm coming in hot. I am the better manager and agent. And I'm going to take over the world anyways. And Wits, you're welcome to come along for the ride. We might even leave the name on the door just like they do later in the show. But uh, I'm coming in hot for a specific reason. Because there's group dynamics in every single group. Ours, a very fun gambling-filled group. Especially, Look at us, me and you. We have a gambling show. It's pretty evident what we're into. We've got yeah. friends. We have friends along the line, right? And everybody has their place, you know? You got the quiet one who sits back. You got the anti-nervous one. You've got the good-looking one. You've got the ambitious one. You know, it, it's just the dichotomy. Which, of which one are you in the group? I don't Did you say your name yet? I so say you're not uh, ambitious or good-looking or... Wow, you went for the two that clearly describe <laughs> me. If you had to go to the, the first two words to describe Ethan Rosenzweig, um, it's ambitious and very, very attractive. Um, you lose a couple of pounds, now you're... They're on top of the world. 15 pounds, Ronaldo. Since, 15 pounds since I got back to LA. I'm fucking, we're getting, we're getting ready. And this is what I was talking about. Not only were, was I telling this group of friends this morning that I lost 15 pounds, but somebody's got to put the foot on the pedal. And if you take the foot off the pedal, then you lose momentum. And I know that we're weeks removed from comments I made on the same front. Basically, the argument is I'm trying to get all the boys to Vegas because there's no better place in the world for the the opening line than Vegas. We're going to be there. I think you get even a, a live showing in Vegas from the boys. And somebody's just got to keep people on task, you know? Memorial Day weekend in May, end of May is coming up. Two months out, trying to save some people some money. I don't have to worry about it, right? I just got to drive, pay for gas. Luckily, Wits here is providing the house, which I know will be ready by that point. And he's just hanging on to dear life. Keep telling us, sending us blueprints like it's not done yet. We know it's done. I might as well just drive over there this weekend and check on it. And <laughs> Is this the guy who didn't know what a blueprint was last week when I, I showed what it I, to him? No, no, no. That, the <laughs> argument was, is who the fuck has a blueprint for their own house? I guarantee you I can call my dad right now. <laughs> and that, <laughs> okay. 
first of all, you didn't know what it was. And then you asked, does every single thing have this? And the answer is yes. Every building and house that is ever made no, has had no, a blueprint. No. Yes, you, yes, yes. I know architect. Yes. I know that everything has a blueprint to be made, right? There's the blueprint that shows what the house is going to look like prior to it being made. But what I was saying is I don't think everybody who has a house has the fucking blueprint to their house. Like I said, if I called my dad right now. I was like, do you have the blueprint to the 1703 Cranshire Courthouse? There's no fucking way. There's no fucking okay. way. But the difference is that the house I'm talking about is being built right now. No, so it's not. Yes, it is. It's people, not even done yet. People are. That's the mistake you're leading people on with. I've heard. I've heard text. I've heard travel arrangements for your parents, and what you've told me. I think this house is closer to them than most people believe. And most people think. Most people want. To, there's QAnoners out there in the world. There's a bunch of other mythical creatures that are lied about. The Loch Ness monster over in some European country. What's this house not being done? Is up there on the myth. On the myths. And I'm just keeping tabs, foot on the pedal. I can't let people forget that we need to go to Vegas. Exact quote from last Friday. Roz, we'll we'll look at it in a couple weeks. We've still got four months. Get a text this morning. Guys, we got to figure out Vegas. (laughs) Not even a week removed that we have to hear about it again. A week removed. Not even a week. No, the text was on Friday, and today is Thursday. Oh, shit. But to be fair, I want this to be very fair. I was planning on waiting until March to send that text, but I felt good stepping off the scale this morning and seeing a 15 pound difference because the other part of this group that we're in is we've been challenging ourselves, which I feel has now come mostly down to the two hosts you're listening to speak right now, but we have been challenging ourselves and maybe I was just getting a little, trying to get people a little bit more motivated being like, Hey, look at this fat guy who just lost 15 pounds. I better keep up with him. Or not only is he going to be the most ambitious person in this group, full circle here, it's going to be the most attractive. So that, that was what I think I was going for this morning. Well, hey, your world, we're all just living in it. And here's the other thing. Let's, let's get into sports here. Here's the other thing. Which you talked about a bet, and it, I want to be there while the odds are looking pretty good. I think it's going to definitely change by the time we get there in May. So this might be an irrelevant main moot point. But I want to be there for you to tell the book taker to tell us your friends who you're standing with, and now to tell the fans of the opening line, I want to know about the money you're putting on the Carolina Panthers. I know football's wow. dead, but we're gambling. And this is football. a gambling show. Football ain't dead when Wits is putting money on it. I forgot about that. So, yeah, I was. Uh, we're, we're all following the Deshaun Watson saga. You know, what's going to happen? Where is he going to go? And, you know, I'm eating my breakfast yesterday. What I do is I go to the club, I come back, and I just sit on the computer on ESPN just reading stuff for an hour, uh, you know, because I'm dreading going to work for the day. And I start seeing rumblings about, you know, an article here, an article there about Deshaun Watson possibly going to the Panthers. And, you know, I'm hopping on my Twitter feed, and I follow a couple of these guys, and, you know, we're talking about futures. And they're like, you know what, sometimes on a futures bet, you just you got to take a stand before it happens because then it's too late. So I looked at the Super Bowl odds for next year, saw the Panthers sitting at 50 to 1, and I went for it. Put a nice, a nice little wager on the Panthers to win the Super Bowl in 2022. And my, my thought process behind it is, you know, I don't think the Texans are going to hang on to Deshaun Watson because I, I think the relationship is already broken. I don't think it's going to be fixed. And I don't think they're just going to keep him there just to sit. 
So my thought is that he's going to be on the move. And, you know, if you actually look at the DraftKings odds, the Carolina Panthers are the biggest or shortest favorite on the board right now. So my thought was that I, I love what Matt Rule did when he came in last year. And Deshaun Watson, I think, makes a lot of teams a Super Bowl contender. And I wouldn't immediately say that if he went to the Panthers, but I love what he did. Second-year coach. The Panthers are a young and upcoming team. Same division as Tom Brady. That's true. But there's always a wild card. You don't know what's going to happen with, with the Saints, with Drew Brees retiring. You know, who knows if they're going to be any good. And then you got the Falcons, who are in rebuild mode right now. So I see a dark horse pathway for the Panthers to make it all the way there in a 51. Um, I'm basically paying a large premium up front to possibly make that happen. So, yeah, that's my little, my little futures bet story. <clears throat> and I'm going to tear it down. And I, honestly, on recent shows, we've been way more together than we've been apart on these situations. Uh, you build me up with that story just to come and take crap on me. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm excited to hear this. And don't tell me the Packers. Don't well, tell me the Packers. Well, I mean, they're going to be Super Bowl champions, but that's not, that's not the point I need to make. Okay. Go ahead and make your point. We've done it on the show. Marvin Lewis, Bill O'Brien, Rex Ryan, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson's not a winner. He's just not. He's a stat monster. It looks great. He would be the greatest NBA player stat-wise ever because that's another league that just cares about stats. Um, he's the James Harden of uh, without the attitude of the NFL. And DeVere showed a little bit of attitude. And I understand the Texans have done him dirty, so I'm not – I'm not really annoyed that he wants to leave the Texans. I think it's better that he is leaving the Texans. I don't know what's happening with that organization, but he should get the hell out of there. He's not a winner. He could prove me wrong, but Wits, he's not a winner. He hasn't beaten the big teams. He hasn't won in the playoffs. Deshaun Watson is a stat monster who can lead you to a fantasy football championship. And by that token, he might be somebody very valuable to you. But He's not a winner. Matt Rule is a college coach that is looking to try to get rid of Christian McCaffrey. I don't know if you've heard the airwaves, but the Deshaun Watson trade may in fact include Christian McCaffrey, which would just be mind-boggling. And I, I understand the running back argument with the NFL, but Sean Watson, show me, show, or call me when he wins. I mean, that, I think that's just a ridiculous statement to make, Roz. I mean, the guy – He's won a playoff game, first of all. So don't, don't tell me that he hasn't won in the playoffs yet. He's one and two. He's been in the league for four years, but has only been a full starter for three of those years. They won 11 and five in 2018, 10 and five in 2019, and they were horrible last year. There's no denying that. But they also got rid of, I think, three out of their top five players and were an absolute dumpster fire. And also, you want to talk about him not being a winner. If I recall correctly, this was the same Deshaun Watson that took it to Alabama twice in his college career to win a national championship. So calling could the, it, could the calling two, it a conclusion two and on his career. Beat that Alabama team or that Clemson team. We're talking two different levels of, of football. I don't think, I don't no, no, no. You said, you said Tim he Tebow, wasn't a winner. Tim Tebow won you two national titles. Was, you and Tim Tebow's not a winner. Tim Tebow's not a winner. Deshaun Tim Watson. Tebow is nowhere in the same league as Deshaun this, Watson. Yeah, they are. Same amount of – one less playoff win, actually, for Deshaun Watson. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, 
You, you want to you want to end you want to end the guy's career after th- after three and a half years? Then fine. Okay. Yeah, we we did the same. To, we did the same to Tebow. He beat Pittsburgh in the playoffs. End of his career. I'm I'm good. Come at me, wits. You got no legs to stand on with this one. <laughs> I mean, your your point is so ridiculous. It's hard to even argue with someone like you. What? I mean, I, I think I, I made I, I think I made very valid points. I think your points weren't valid at all because you said he wasn't a winner. Right. And I said, okay. first of all, he's won a playoff game. And I said, the guy was, was a winner at Clemson. Like almost no, was, no so other Tim college Tebow. quarterback. Tim Tebow was a better quarterback in is, college. Is Tim, than Tebow your own, is Tim Tebow your only example that you're going to throw at me? One, I mean, of the John, biggest ano- one of the biggest anomalies in NFL quarterback history, Tim Tebow. Is that the one guy you're going to pin up your argument? No, I mean, we could, we could start going with college quarterbacks that have won championships. And, I mean, we've got Jameis Winston, another guy. You know, what's your point? They want, I don't, I, I'm the point I'm making is you're saying all high and tidy, mighty Lodite because he won a college championship. Those two and 14 jets would beat those two. Like, that's what I'm saying. The NFL is a different beast. I don't care. I, what you, I know it's I don't a different beast, but I was, college. that was, that was an addition. Did. That was an addition onto my point that he's been a starter for three and a half years. He's won a playoff game and he's had two 10 plus win seasons. So for you to be like, He's not a winner. It's like, I mean, how many quarterbacks do we take after their first three full years starting and say they're not winners? Like, I'm sure you could find a lot, but that doesn't mean that he can't be a winner or is not going to be a winner. If you to write him off, it's ridiculous. You know what? I, writing off isn't fair. I think I was saying, and I think I did say this. We rolled back the tape. Just show me. Because he hasn't shown me anything yet other than his stats. And even watching him play football, he was always uncomfortable. This goes back to maybe your argument about the pocket, although the Texans invested a lot in their offensive line. And the guy oh, – I don't know what league, what Texans team you were watching. He's under, went out under three, siege. Three picks for Laramie Tunsil. They paid some left tackle or right tackle. I forgot, a goo gobs of money. So they did make an attempt. These players might have fallen short, but I don't know. Maybe it's not – I see Watson hold the ball a lot. That was one of my things. Watson holds the ball a lot. Little Carson Wentz in that he, aspect. He does hold the ball a lot. Not a quick release. He's, he's one of the few guys who has the ability to make some of those insane plays. So, you know, is that going to result in a few more sacks? Yeah, it is. But, you know, when he escapes out of the pocket and has an unbelievable play that you probably won't see from 29 other starting quarterbacks, you know, sometimes it's worth it. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I think – I think it's unfair for you to think that I'm wildly off about this, but it's. And you're, I mean, you're, you're making a claim that just I like there's there's no basis for it. Here's one for he's you. Made the play, he's I'm made a, the playoffs twice, and he's won a playoff game. All right, I Tim Tebow. Then he has the same stats as Tim Tebow. I love it. And he, here's my question: While we're on this quarterback carousel, I care so much about the NFL that I just couldn't get away from it, and that's why we're talking about it this week. Because fuck the rest of sports in my opinion we're almost at march madness and we're almost at the Masters, so that's going to get real exciting the nba can do pretty much everything to tuesday i don't give a shit um quarterback here's one including keeping the deshaun watson narrative going a little bit talks this week that tom brady might get an extension with the buccaneers if i could tell you the buccaneers at a good price give tom brady an extension or they get deshaun watson right now Based off of what just happened, 
What do you think their decision would be? If you had to put odds on it, who do you think would be the favorite they'd go with, Watson or Keith Brady? I'd say Keith Brady, 100%. Because that's a guy who wins football games. And, in fact, he's <laughs> okay. won seven Super Bowls. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So your, your argument is based on, on Tim Tebow, probably the biggest anomaly in NFL quarterback history, and then Tom Brady, the, the hands-down biggest winner ever in any sport, also plays quarterback in the NFL. I mean, those are, that's what this has come to, this argument and this comparison, that you're throwing out Tim Tebow and Tom Brady as people to compare other people to, as if those guys aren't so far outside of the norm. It's not even funny. So, so your, where's, that, then where the fuck's Deshaun Watson? I talk, and we're talking about a 45-year-old Tom Brady. Where is Deshaun Watson on the Tim Bra- or Tim, Tom Brady? Jesus. Yeah, the Tim Tebow and Tom Brady. 43-year-old Tom Brady spectrum. Where is he? He's, he's somewhere inside that scale. He's somewhere we, in the middle. But he's got oh, – middle's the easy way out. He's got to be leaning some way. He's got to be leaning. Bad radio here, but I'm leaning to my Tim Tebow hand right here. Leaning there. Definitely leaning people there. want a playoff game. I mean, I don't know. You said that before. I, I get it. That's who I'm comparing to Sean Watson to. You think he's sitting there being like, wow. The opening line guys are comparing me to Tim Tebow. I'm fucking stoked. Get out of here. What's wrong with you? 43-year-old Tom Brady is more valuable than Deshaun Watson. In fact, I can do – 43-year-old Tom Brady is the best football player and quarterback of all time and just won a Super Bowl fucking three weeks ago. Yeah. So for for you to put 43 in front of it is is just a cop-out because it obviously doesn't matter. It's even more impressive. I, I know, but that does nothing to do with the argument about Sean five, Watson. Qu- five quarterbacks I'd rather start an NFL franchise with right now. I can do it. You start right now? Like, and right. what, are the par- what are the parameters? For me, are we going the NFL, in perpetuity? The, actually, fine. Let me, let me fix this for a second because the NFL really does operate in three-year window gaps. For most teams, obviously, you have the Patriots. You have, some, you have teams that get on runs, but most teams that you see get hot have this strange window. The Seahawks had it. They, did, they won their Super Bowls. The Rams had a shorter stint. I mean, three-year one, made it to the Super Bowl. So I'm going to do in a three-year window right now, just because that's kind of the conversation we started with, with Tom Brady potentially getting the extension. I, yes, let's do three-year like window. This, the three-year window, it, it, it doesn't change. I don't think the difference between one and three years will make any difference on what you're going to say. I think three years makes a hell of a lot of difference. There's a lot. That, who, there's, that's two off-seasons. And that's no, I know, but who are you going to take off your list in three years that you are going to have on it today? Okay, that's well, one year that one year is even better. What I was avoiding was an 11 year window, that's what I was avoiding. I mean, I think that's a lot better comparison because if you're going to say well, three that, years, I'm going to say Tom Brady over yeah. everybody because it still looks Tom like Brady, he can play Mahomes, Rogers, Wilson, and this is still before okay. Deshaun Watson. Okay, you, you, Josh you Allen. keep making you keep making this what argument. I'm, I'm like just Deshaun saying. Watson is supposed to be the best quarterback ever. I that's realize there's a lot of good quarterbacks. That's what they're making it look like. And in fact, part of no, you bet, part making, of you betting on the Panthers. It, oh, boy. they're making it look like that because having Texas. a good quarterback in the NFL <laughs> is it's a rarity. So I'm you text, need a good one to win. I'm texting Rue right now that he's gonna have to listen to this episode. I because I mean because. The points you're making are just so asinine. No, and I knew you were going to use the word asinine. I'm reading you like a fucking book right now. Is, I'm just being honest. 
I think he you're I, being out, but you're, you're we came down. in we came in here valuing Deshaun Watson very high, and I'm bringing it down. I'm bringing it down. You can bring it down, but Mahomes, Brady, Rogers, Wilson, those guys aren't available. Deshaun Watson is, so that makes his price a lot higher. Because if a team has you know a guy like Teddy Bridgewater or Sam Darnold or one of those guys under center, they have virtually no chance to win. But a guy like Deshaun Watson definitely gives you a legitimate chance. Is he a top five quarterback? Probably not. Was he in the top 10? Absolutely. Do you need a top 10 quarterback to win in this league? I'd argue you definitely do, unless you've got the 85 Bears playing defense for you. Yeah. So once again, I mean, the points you're making, they're just, they Dude, really have nothing to do with the argument. I, I think it does because we were talking about the we were talking about Deshaun Watson the player and his value and I think that yes. I think we covered all of that and I was just explaining where he stands in the NFL I think ultimately at the end of the day I called out your bet where it started after I let you do your whole spiel picked you up to put you back down what I was saying is you're jumping you're jumping quick on the fifty to one because I don't give a shit what Vegas puts the Carolina Panthers at I'm sure it gets down to 20 to one, maybe even better, 14 to one with Deshaun Watson on the team. But what is different in Carolina than Houston? And I, again, I don't think Deshaun Watson, I think, Pat, like even just watching recently, Patrick Mahomes might be four levels above Deshaun Watson. Okay, wait a minute. And then answer me this question How did the Buccaneers go from a seven and nine team to a Super Bowl championship? Because they got you want to make that best, point? Because they got the best quarterback in the world and they had the pieces that Tom Brady never had in New England. Deshaun Watson leaving okay. a shitty Texans team to another shitty Panthers team. There's no receivers. The Buccaneer, the There's Buccaneers no receivers in Carolina. The Buccaneers, yeah, the Buccaneers, were, Buccaneers shitty. were shitty because fucking Jameis Winston turned the ball over 40 times. If you turn the ball over okay. 40 times in a season. Okay. So so there was a they were a quarterback difference away from being a seven and nine sub five hundred team. To being a Super Bowl champion. That was the piece you're, they needed. You're pl- Neither of these teams needs teams need way more than just the quarterback. And I, I think the level we're talking about, and this is where the value comes in, the level we're talking about Sean Watson, it is not enough for him to go to Carolina and make them a playoff team. They don't have receivers. They have Christian McCaffrey, but Jared Dude. will get on the line and say running backs don't even matter that much. And their defense is ass. What do you mean they don't have the Buccaneers receivers? Buccaneers have the best defense. No, they did not. The Bucks absolutely. Did you watch did their postseason? Not. Did you watch their postseason defense this year? It's not a matter. No, of, I'm like, talking about the Bucks from last year. The Bucks, the seven and nine Bucks from two years ago, did not have the best they finished, defense. That's actually a lie. They finished the last seven games of the season with the number one ranked defense, and I will pull that stat in your face off this show. Okay, how did they rank for 16 games? They because we're just measuring in. We're measuring in and they finished in the and, top. They finished in the top ten. So that's all that matters. Okay. Having a top 10 defense, just like having a top 10 quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you mix them. No, I don't what know what, what you're I'm, saying. What I'm saying is then, Watson isn't no, going to make I'm, the difference in Carolina. Fine. You want to talk about Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore. Okay. First of all, Deshaun Watson, I'm not like winning the Super Bowl. There's only one team. So there's only one person that's going to make the difference. But is he going to make a difference, a big difference? Absolutely he will. And you're ripping apart the bet saying, oh, you know, maybe it's, 50 maybe it gets down to 20 like that's the part of making a bet is the oh, no, that's side fine. Of no no that's fine I'm not I'm yeah, just I mean, saying you, you're talking no, what, about what I was like saying there matter. well what I, well, I, I don't do think matter. they matter because I don't think he's gonna win so what I'm but saying is like I'm glad matter. you're getting it at 50 I'm glad you're getting it at 50 
because I know, we all know it's going to go down if they do, in fact, get him. I'm just making right. the joke. That I don't give a shit if it goes down because I still don't think – like, you got it at a great number that everyone should get it at right now. But it doesn't matter. Them being 20 to 1, they're still going to be just as far away from winning the Super Bowl, in my opinion. I, like, I, I clearly am not valuing Sean Watson. Before I chop your head off over this, Russell Wilson to the Jets and what I saw somebody dra- draft up in this mock trade that supposedly was being mentioned and shopped around. How, this trade would send Garoppolo, I think, to Seattle. Nick Bosa would go – no, Nick Bosa would go to Seattle. Russell Wilson goes to the Jets. Sam Darnold goes to um, the to the 49ers, which I don't understand why this thing. There's three picks also because Garoppolo is going to go. So they like get rid of Garoppolo in the deal with someone as well. All I know is that I don't. When I saw Nick Bosa moved in it, I was just like, this is absolutely absurd because I thought the talking point would be Russell Wilson going to the Jets. Now that's this is I maybe not the same territory as the argument we were just having about Watson, but the, like, does Wilson then make the Jets a Super Bowl contender? I would. No. I think I would rather have Wilson in these circumstances right now than Watson if I were any team. Like if it's it's apparently that, not true. That's I, fair. It, like I'm looking at the top that's headline is fair. Wilson okay in Seattle, but has but has four teams listed. Oh, shit. Okay, that's new news. The first thing I saw this morning was Wilson did not demand a trade. That's new on that. There's a four-team list. Okay. I mean, that – fine. Then that's – because that goes – I don't think you disagreed with the five quarterbacks I chose ahead of him. But no. if I'm all these other teams, I'm way more in the market for Russell Wilson because that's a winner. And that was just where this conversation started. What do you, so you don't think the Jets are a winning team with Russell Wilson? What, I mean, what do you mean by winning team? Do you uh, mean win more games than they did last year? No, let's be let's let's go win the important games, win a playoff game, get to the playoffs, so on and so forth. Do they have Super Bowl aspirations if they collect on Russell Wilson? No. So then, no. why is it so easy for you to say that the Panthers have Super Bowl aspirations? Because I think the Panthers showed a lot more promise, and especially under a, a first-year coach. I think they're trending a lot more in the right direction than the Jets are. I mean, I think the Jets were an absolute dumpster fire and they didn't play well at any point throughout the entire year. But on the other side of things, the Panthers, you know, while they went five and 11, they did show a lot of good things for a team that nobody thought was going to be any good at all. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater quarterback, nothing against Teddy, but just a bunch of guys thrown together with a first year coach from college but they actually played quite well at different points in the year that showed you a little bit of maybe what this team is trending towards. So that's the difference between the Jets and the Panthers is the Jets are on rock bottom and there's not a lot to look up to, but the Panthers, they seem like they're trending in the right direction. I, I think Russell, it's gonna, I don't know if this is going to turn the argument in all over again. I think the pathway that it looks like right now is it's harder, in my opinion, for you take the Atlanta Falcons out of that division. I think that division's harder. And I don't know, I don't know the standing of Breeze, but some may argue that after watching Breeze, you give Winston that opportunity. That Saints team with all the weapons and the number one or number two defense in the league is better. And then you still got Tampa Bay or Tampa Bay, as some may say, 
So I think their run at it in that division would be harder. That's why I think a Jets-led Russell Wilson, well, albeit the Dolphins have these young apparent pieces and stuff, but who's who knows? I mean, they, to they do. I mean – The Dolphins were had an exceptionally good year. And two was the one who threw it all away. And at the end of the day, you're talking about the importance of a quarterback. I think Russell I know, Wilson. So, I, I think mean, Russell Wilson is the Jets quarterback. If they could get anybody better. You know, <laughs> but that's the too late. They sold out on getting Tua. No, that's they didn't. what. Dude, they didn't sell out on getting Tua. That you draft a quarterback at that spot in the draft. That's the guy you want for your franchise, unless you're Josh Rosening it all over the place, which you don't want to do because I mean, that's just wasted that's not, years. That's not true either. If a guy's not working out. You get rid of him or you bring in somebody new. I'm just saying Russell Wilson has a better shot in that division than I think Deshaun Watson does. Josh Allen doesn't want to see another top five quarterback in his division. Look at Brady kicking. Uh, Brady kicked the living piss you know out what? of him with the worst team I've ever seen. I hope that both Wilson and Deshaun Watson get traded and then uh, we'll be able we to see. Tom, and we put a little bet on it. A little Tommy, and, little Wits bet on this. Yeah, and but, but I, we can put a bet on it, but I would like to see – the official odds for winning the division. And I would be willing to bet that the Panthers odds would be lower or better to win the NFC South than the Jets would be to win the AFC East. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I think it's we'll interesting. See. The Russell Wilson thing is really interesting to me. And, uh, Cause it's like, there's this weird double feeling about it, right? Like he's on the Seahawks team that like literally leaves nightmares leaves me with nightmares, you know, like that onside kick, the toss to Jermaine curse, like the Seahawks and Packers have been going back and forth for a while now. Um, so it's weird to think of him leaving. Part of me is excited. Part of me, is, I like Russell Wilson a lot. Like it's not a quarterback you can hate, even if he beats your team. Um, this isn't like a bears Packers situation where you guys hate Rogers, but it'd be weird. It'd be weird and interesting and would shake up the league. I think if he moved. It would shake up the league, and I was kind of surprised when these talks started because, you know, Russell Wilson, I mean, it just seems like he's a Seahawk, and that team, you know, while they, they were so good when they had that great defense, uh, you know, when Richard Sherman was at the top of his game, they had all those guys over there, and then it seems like they, they just kind of lost their way a little bit, and while Russell Wilson, I would argue, is still as good as he was a few years ago, they just don't seem like the same Seahawks team that just destroyed the Broncos in that Super Bowl. I mean, they're just a little bit different. And I'm, I'm kind of surprised at this possible breakup here because you, you'd think that the Seahawks would do everything that they could to try to protect Russell Wilson. But, you know, that's where I draw a comparison. The Seahawks and the Bears just seems like they're offensive lines. Like, they, they never even have a, a formidable offensive line, which causes a lot of problems. And even a guy as good as Russell Wilson, and you saw it in the Super Bowl, even a guy as good as Patrick Mahomes, when you're under siege for the majority of the time, it makes it a lot harder to make plays no matter how good you are. So I guess that's what we've come to with this Here's, Russell Wilson situation. I kind of screwed us. I should have read the article before we got on air today. Russell listed the four teams, as I mentioned. That was the new news. The four teams. What are the four teams? Yeah, that's the part I messed up. It's not like the Jets talk was a real thing, but apparently not so much anymore as they're not one of the four teams. Four teams that he's considering, the Dallas Cowboys, which I've also heard conversation about because of the Dak Prescott situation. They might try to flip Dak Prescott, which I think that's even more interesting. You put Dak in Seattle with DK and Tyler Lott. I think that's 
best case scenario for Dak if you've been dicked around by Jerry Jones and you go and that's awesome for Seattle you get the younger version of a Russell Wilson yeah so that one's interesting that one because I think that actually helps both teams I think the Cowboys are more win now mode if you think about the players they have on their team whereas Seattle and I think Seattle's also in that winning territory though with Dak Dak's a winning quarterback also I mean I I don't really see the point because it's the, Dallas mo- the is, money Dallas is, the is issue. Al- Dallas is always in win now mode, but you know. You, but the money's the issue, that- and you can get Russell. You'll get Russell Wilson less with the remaining contract than what you'd have to pay Dak to stay. That's a hundred percent the concern okay. there. That's that's fair, but I'm just saying, you know, is Russell Wilson going to make that much more of a difference on the Cowboys than having Dak Prescott? I would say probably not. I don't know. He gets he gets more of a slew. I understand how good DK looked this year and having Tyler Lockett, but if you think back to, oh, I mean, Jermaine Curse had to catch the pass against the Green Bay Packers. He hasn't had the greatest wide receivers in the world while he's been in Seattle. I know it's starting to look better there, but you give him Gallup, C.D. Lamb, and Amari Cooper. I think I don't know if it makes it any better, right? But you've got a guy with the experience that Dak doesn't have yet. And that's why I think it's awesome for him to go to Seattle because he's with those younger guys and that team could be threatening moving forward. That would be a very interesting swap, in my opinion. But the other three teams, New Orleans Saints, which would be the Saints giving up on Winston and Hill, and that would be Russell Wilson to the Saints would be, the wor- for me, the worst-case scenario. I think that's a pretty insane situation to be dumped into and would suck for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Las-, Las Vegas Raiders, which I think would be fun. That's a fun situation right? They yeah. need to get better in the receiving core, but with Ruggs there, potentially, dude, Russell can get him the ball downfield. And the fourth one is where he would go if he wanted his career to die. And that's the, and I think you can get the Chicago Bears. Oh, boy. Wow. I bet you weren't expecting me to say that was the fourth team I on the list. I was not expecting that. So that, that's a list that he made? That's the list that he made. He said, Wilson told Seahawks he wants to play in Seattle, but if the trade is being considered and if he is to be moved, the only teams he would go to are those four. Uh, just a little sidebar. I, I don't know if I like quarterbacks like making those kinds of lists and making those demands. They have every right to, but that's just I think a they side do. note. I, think they I, don't, do. I don't like I think they do because of the money that they're, they bring in their value to the team and where they want to see their, like, I think they have, should have the control over their, um, I think they should have control over their decision-making. I mean, because if they didn't show up and held out, it's, I think it's different if a quarterback like Russell Wilson didn't show up and held out opposed to a running back, like Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard looked better than him. So who gives a shit if he fucking holds out? It's different if a quarterback does it. So I think quarterback has more leverage to do that. And it makes more sense to me. I mean, I uh, yeah, they absolutely do have more leverage. I, I just don't love the idea of okay. saying like, okay. kind of like I don't like the NBA super teams, but regardless. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Russell <laughs> Wilson to the Bears. Just one word, one word answer. Does Russell Wilson to the Bears make the Bears a Super Bowl contender next year? No. When, was the last time, uh, when was the last time Russell Wilson beat Aaron Rodgers? When was the last time Aaron Rodgers won a NFC championship game? Last any, decade? Has any quarterback been to more NFC championship games? I don't give a shit. I'll go to those fucking games all the time and be one more game away 
the Seahawks aren't even making them anymore with him. So I don't care. I, mean, I don't care if Russell. Made, I don't care Russell's if Russell goes to the Bears. Super Bowls. He's made two Super Bowls. Same amount of Super Bowl wins as Aaron. So that's fair. He's also younger. Quite a bit younger. Hmm. Is he? I think. I think he's one of those. Uh, you'd be I'm surprised because he went back to school. You got to remember that. I think, he's a, I think he's at least six years younger. I don't. I think this is an interesting one. Let's put five bucks on it. I'm not, I haven't looked at it yet. Okay. Are you, are you looking okay. at it? Did you already look? it up. I'm looking it up Russell too. So Wilson is. Oh, this is going to be close. He's 32. Oh, this is so close. I'm taking your money though. 37. I won that one. I'll take the money. Yeah. All right. Put it on my tab. All right. It's on your tab. Wow, see, we're even making deals here on the opening line. Um, yeah, yeah, I think – I mean, Aaron Rodgers is too busy getting engaged to worry about winning football games not, anymore. Not, no, Just no, no. A, not busy getting engaged. Had done it. Nobody knew about it. Kept it private. Kept it off. Who gives so a shit? He was, he was busy doing it while they were in the NFC Championship hunt. That's that was, what you're telling it, me. It was before the NFC Championship hunt, you cocksucker. It was oh, earlier. Wow. It was in the fall. So, oh. you know what? It's fine. When you win as much as we do and come one game short, we at least have high expectations every year. Have, I have high expectations on February 25th, 2021, seven months before the season. I'm already ready for next season. I already cried That's the fine. other day about I'm glad you're ready. the potential of losing Aaron Jones and Corey Lindsley. That shit's already bothering me. Um, I mean, much- it just put, it puts off the inevitable of Rodgers leaving and saying, screw you guys, I'm going to go win somewhere else. You know, it's coming. You know it's coming. This year was the chance. It was the opportunity. And they folded think, like a cheap suit in the <laughs> NFC Championship game. I think Again. It, I, th- I think it's easy and fun for people to be able to say that, right? And everybody has the ability to. And I think they say that knowing that this window isn't closed, that this is arguably the best team in the NFC, and that this – Oh, Brady, we, I mean, this, we can this, make a lot of arguments. This Brady, this Brady Rogers thing is about to come to a head for the next three years. We're about to have some of the best NFL seasons in the history of the NFL over the next three seasons between Brady and Rogers. And the only reason I say three seasons because that's it, because Rogers is going to force Brady into retirement after three years, and then Rogers got another four after that. So we're gold, man. I see it, see it written in the stars. Got a couple more titles coming our way. Definitely more NFC Championship games. We might set the record for most NFC Championship games of all time. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad I'm happy for you. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah. Last, last NFL thing before we get back into some uh, sports that are currently happening. Where's J.J. Watt going? Do you have a thought? Do you give a shit? Does, mm. he, make a te- does he make a team better? <clears throat> uh, yeah. I think in some capacity. Oh, what, to what capacity, though? Does he make a playoff team closer to a championship team? Does he make a fringe team a playoff team? Does he make a bad team a fringe team? <laughs> he, won't uh, go to, he won't go to a bad team. Yeah, I don't think he'll go to a bad team. I mean, I think he, he could be the difference. Um, I mean, if he's able to stay healthy, and I, I don't know if he's going to play as much as he used to, but, I mean, having an elite pass rusher, that definitely makes a difference on the football field. I mean, just look at, you know, a guy like, you know, Jason Pierre Paul with the Bucks. I mean, was he the exact reason they won? Like, of course not. But he was one. He was one of the many. And I think a guy like J.J. Watt, if he can stay healthy, you know, that makes a good team that much better if you can get more pressure on the quarterback. And J.J. Watt, when he's on the field, is one of the best to ever do it. 
now the question is, will he be able to stay there? I mean, that, that, that's a whole other argument. Right. We'll see. Absolutely. That's something we're going to have to, to watch out for. Um, there's talks that Packers all of a sudden are a favorite to get him. And it, like, I, I'm in such a weird place with that. It would be cool, right? There, there was a stat that was awesome this year about edge rushers being double teamed at percentages. And the leading, the leader in percentage was Darius Smith, who had another good season for the Packers. And the guy in second was J.J. Watt. So that idea of like those two lining up on opposite sides is very enticing. But I know, we're the, uh, I know we don't have that money, and I'm more concerned about – I said this to my dad. I'm very confident I said this to you about the Packers. This offseason to me, all I care about, bring back the guys and don't go into free agency. We have the team to go to the Super Bowl and win. We absolutely do some bad decisions made in an NFC championship game. We didn't get outplayed or blown up. We just did dumb things, which the Packers typically do and get cost themselves. So I'm, they're a couple draft picks away. If they can retain the pieces, I want you to retain. You mean they shouldn't have wasted that first round pick on a, on a quarterback who's no, right on the bench? I don't even think that was a bad pick anymore. I don't think, I think that's fine. Let him sit on the pine. There's yeah, no, it could, have been, it could have been used on another Super Bowl piece. There wasn't a corner taken in that position. The thing the Packers lost the Bucks to was – and It's hard to argue with a homer. What do you mean? I, Mike Pettin wasn't drafted in the first round. Mike Pettin's the one who blew – if we don't give up, there's the last four minutes. If we don't give up that touchdown, first off, we win the game if you do the math. So it doesn't even matter. If we don't give up that touchdown with 50 or 15 seconds left in the game or second half, it doesn't happen. So it's – I'm I'm just saying, run it back. I was just saying, I don't know if I care to sign. I'm just saying, the, I don't the, think none I, of the pa- none of the Packers draft selections from last AJ year. AJ Dillon had played a, more more AJ than Dillon a had couple a nice, snaps in the and more played in a, more than a couple snaps in the playoffs on a team that was one game away from getting the Super Bowl. So if that doesn't tell you something about we'll it, better, then, we'll have a better draft this year. We'll have a better draft, and we'll be right yeah, there. Well, you know, your your window keeps getting smaller. I think it's growing. I think it's growing a little bit. I think uh, after seeing what Brady's done, it's growing. All right, college basketball. We're near March Madness. Um, Let's talk a little bit. I mean, might as well just go through the rankings. And not not a lot has changed. This is why I'm glad we got into this football conversation because I look at college basketball and I'm like, I'm going to say the same thing every fucking week until one of them loses, which they're not going to do. I mean, Baylor undefeated still, Gonzaga undefeated still. They're still one and two, and probably my championship matchup. Still, Michigan is playing Iowa right now, which is an interesting game to me. Michigan, the three. I think they're a shoe-in for the final four. I think Iowa keeps fluctuating. A shoe-in? Oh, yeah. I've said this a hundred times. They're a shoe-in for the final four. The final four is the easiest thing you can do. I mean, all you got to do is put Michigan, Gonzaga, and Baylor. Chalk it out this year. I told you it's going to be crazy from round one to round three, but it's going to be chalk to finish it off. Um, I was putting up a good fight there in the second half down six. Um, I was ranked nine now in the country. They've been bouncing around a little bit over the last couple of months um, after their fast and fur- furious start. Um, but I, th- I think Michigan's going to pull this game off. Who knows? You'll be hearing this podcast after this happens. And uh, I look at the rest of this board and there's just nobody. I, you're going to have to pick the right fourth team to make the final four. And I think I look at it, Illinois with a tough loss to Michigan State. Maybe Michigan State's making their push to get back in the tourney this year. We saw Duke recently get on a win streak. Kansas is playing better. These teams are like, oh, shit, we actually might miss the tournament. Um, 
So when I look at these teams, Oklahoma seems like a fun pick. I like Oklahoma for some reason right now. Everything I've watched for them, they've beaten the, the way they've handled the top five and the top 25 matchups this year has been impressive. Villanova, they've got Jay Wright. That's another guy that I think knows how to win in March. Um, and their teams, their teams all around okay. Um, I think they're at the top, at the top end of that next crop after the Gonzaga, Baylor, Michigan, um, and Florida State's one that it's just if they if they catch you early and they just out athleticize you, you're in some serious trouble. Um, but I don't know about you, do you, who like I'm sure you're way different in terms of your mindset of who the Final Four is. I mean, mine are locked. I already wrote them out. They don't even have the bracket out with, and I have the final four bracket made. Um, I'm curious about where you stand as we are so close to March Madness, as March starts next week. Yeah, I mean, I think Gonzaga is clearly the top team. You know, It's, it's going to be hard for any team to take them down over a full game. So I've got to think they're going to make it there. Baylor's a great team, too. Um, a little bit of a scare against, against a two-win Iowa State team the other night. Um, but after that, you know, I think Michigan is very good, but I don't think they're a lock for the final four. And, you know, I look at three through, uh, let's say 11 or 12. I mean, those, those are all teams that on any given night look like they might be the best team in the country. And then you got other nights where they play like absolute crap. It's, uh, it's been an interesting college basketball season to handicap. And I look, you know, in the top 25, a lot of teams with potential. I mean, even looking at number 20, Arkansas, they took down Alabama uh, two nights ago, if you're listening to this on Friday. Um, so you, you got a lot of teams with a lot of opportunity, and that's, that's all it takes during March Madness is getting hot at the right time. So, you know, look at a team like Illinois, too. They've had some great wins this year, but they've also had some, some head scratchers, you know, like the game against Michigan State the other night. So, that's the thing about the tournament. You, you really don't know which team you're going to get. And if you're off for the night, right, that's it. You go home. There, there are no more games. So, you know, we'll see how it all plays out. But I agree with you. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And we'll see if anybody can take Gonzaga down. But, I mean, once we get into those pressure pack situations, Sweet 16, Elite 8, Final Four, anything can really happen. So, I, mean, I, th- I think it'll be fun. Oh, you're so soft. I mean, I, and it's funny, I call you soft for something that's making me soft, right? Going, I never really like to go chalk. I think, like I said, it's going to be crazy. So chalk's not going to be, um, chalk's not going to reign true in the first three rounds of the tournament. Um, that's just how I see it finishing. We were talking about this with Rube the other day. Um, sneakiness in Kansas, the Dukes and if Kentucky can figure out a way, Kentucky also doing a little bit too, if they could figure out MSU even figure out a way to get like a between 10 and 12 seed. Can you imagine those teams there? That's not what you want. You know, if you're, and usually they'll probably slide into the 10 Kentucky did that once where they were the nine seed. Um, it's not what you want to see. If you have one seed in that region, doesn't matter the type of year they have. If you get Kentucky Duke MSU or Kansas as a nine or an eight or a 10, if you're a two seed, you're like, well, screw us. What did we do this year to deserve this? Yeah, uh, I, I don't think Kentucky is going to make the tournament. That's fine, but even the other three. The other three, uh, I mean, I have to say Kansas is the best out of those three. I know they're ranked the highest, so it's not like I'm going out on a limb saying that. Jesus, where would you come up with that take? That is incredible. 
<laughs> Mr. Chalk over there throwing stones from his glass house. Um, but yeah, Duke. Yeah. At least I look okay. like an Apple store. Nice one. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. Dude, if you drew them as an eight, nine, or ten, and you were the one seed or the two seed, you wouldn't be like, ah, fuck. The legacy of these programs alone make them scary during March. Yeah, not really. I mean, we're 25 games into the year. These teams are pretty, have pretty much shown you what they are. I don't know. Like I said, Kentucky made a very, very deep run as a nine. And they – that came after a pretty pitiful start to a season and a very mediocre season and them just getting in. So be careful what you wish for because you just might get it. And if you get it, then you just might not. Okay. I'll, I won't do Eminem lyrics anymore, but yeah. Uh, any, uh, any sleepers, any deep takes you have that could sneak away or sneak into final four, or even win this championship, take yourself outside of the top 15, let's say. Yeah, uh, I think one of my favorite teams down there is Missouri. I think they're a team that, you know, when they get hot, I mean, they get almost as hot as anybody that I've seen, just, you know, from watching a few games here and there. So they're a team that I'm looking at, um, and I think they're, they're ranked 24th right now. And then kind of similar to them, uh, I brought them up before, Arkansas. I think they're a team that could make a very deep run on any given night. And, you know, they took down Alabama the other night. So I would say those, those are two teams a little bit outside of the scope that I'm looking at who could possibly make a Final Four run. Going a little further than you, I know they're ranked 22, but I'm staying in the region of the San Diego State Aztecs. But if Boise State and Utah State, they, my Utes, find a way in, watch out. I think a Mountain West team might surprise us and show up in the Final Four. I, I wouldn't disagree with that. I like Utah State. I do, too. I love the big man down low. Probably the biggest guy in college hoops. Um, Wits, give me a little – Give me a little. I guess when we bring it up, we're going to have to talk about the major thing that happened this week. But golf. <laughs> golf is the second thought. We'll start with Tiger Woods. Crazy accident. There was no drinking involved. It was just an accident. Um, sad, man. This guy – and it's not the right saying that he can't get out of his own way. It's just like the universe won't get out of his way. It's insane. It's like any stretch of time where you think there's some peace with Tiger Woods. And there, is, there wasn't really that much before this crash. He just had those surgeries for his back, so he's going to be out for a while. And then he has this car accident. And you're just like, somebody paid the piper, and now he's paying up. And I feel so bad about it. Yeah, I do too. It was uh, terrible news hear about tiger and you know lucky that he's alive and you know wish him a speedy recovery and you know just for family's sake and tiger the person you know hope hope he makes it back okay because that's you know it's a tough it was a pretty brutal scene in the pictures of the car and everything so i think golf is kind of the kind of the last thing on everybody's mind right, right now and you know hopefully it makes a speedy recovery and you know, then we'll, we'll take it from there we'll take it day by day yeah and i mean a fun tournament this weekend, the WGC Workday Championship. A fun first round. You have Fitzpatrick and Simpson at the top with six under Horschel, Kisner, Garcia, Kepka, all at fives right behind there. DJ with some struggles today. Uh, makes it interesting to see if he's got a comeback in him. DJ doesn't struggle very often. Um, a jam packed field. 
it looks like at the top here. And uh, I don't I don't know who you and Rube are on. Clearly, I'm out. I put $200 into Bavada and lost it in a week. So we're taking we're back on retirement. We're really Brett Favre in this over here. Uh, but who are some of yours and Rube's guys? Did you guys pull out a FRL this week? Uh, we did not came pretty close. Um, and yeah, this kind of makes me wish we had some picks on here yesterday for the tournament. Uh, a few, few of the guys that I'm on, um, Sergio Garcia is one of them. I think he, he went off at about 70 to one. So I like the spot he's in right now at five under after the first day. Uh, also on Sungjae. Sungjae had a nice day. He was four under, uh, looked like he, it looked like he was going to, I thought he was going to get to seven or eight, but you know, a couple bogeys still played well. And then Lonto Griffin uh, was kind of my dark horse for the tournament. I think he went off at uh, 110 to one. Um, you know, he uh, was three under through seven, was rolling three bogeys in a row, then came back with three birdies on the back, finished a two under the first day. So those are the guys that I, that I had in my card, which uh, right now I think we're, we're in position. We've got a shot. So that, that's all yeah. you can really ask for. You really are. And there's a lot of big names already up here. Like Rory's at three under, Scheffler at three under, Neiman three under, Rom at four, um, Finau mm-hmm. at four, Patrick Reed at four. Lot, the names are playing other than DJ. I don't even know where DJ is on this list, but um, a lot of good names on here. Colin Morcow at two. I like your Lanto sitting there too. It sounds like a tough stretch, but if he can straighten that out, it seems like this is his course to take. Um yeah, I don't have any bets on it. If I had to go, I'd probably throw a little bit of money on Jason Kokrak here at two under, maybe a little bit on Morikawa, um, and whatever you can get Rory at, which is probably still not great. Uh, that would be a fun one to watch, try to chase down the leaders this weekend. Um, pretty much all I got. Wits, you got anything? Uh, I know you're a new Bulls fan. I don't know if you got anything to say about them. but uh, Just beep, beep, drive beep, home beep. safe, Chicago. Beep, beep, drive home safe, Chicago um yeah that'll uh that'll do it for this week folks um thank you for listening to the opening line with wits and Roz, and uh we'll be back probably arguing about something next week in the football sphere and uh take uh take your bets on us we're going to be officially on bovada you can pick winners of the baits Roz obviously comes at minus 120 you can get wits sitting there at plus 240 um feel free to take those whenever you'd oh, like man, just that's head over easy to that's easy money <laughs> head over to bovada and i totally forgot to do the freaking ads Ugh. whatever folks oh. this has been the opening line we'll catch you next week everybody bye yeah, 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 yeah. you with every pay yeah. you don't want to stick around believe me yeah. got me ripping on the relay yeah. sweat it out in Venice is a heat wave she ain't giving you no leeway Yo. I just hit it on a weekday jetted over on the speedway even talking about a three 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.